Full Color, where we live life in high definition. I'm Jennifer. I've got PJ with me. And then Dave is currently our assistant off camera. And we have invited Kathy Bartholomew from the Jerome Farmer's Market. Um, Kathy uh, runs the Jerome Farmer's Market. She is the force. She is the grower. She is all the things. Mm -hmm. You have many, many hats you wear. She's also the pumpkin queen, we've decided. We've decided. So we thought for our Everything Pumpkin podcast that Kathy would be a perfect addition. And we actually just snacked on one of the first things. So I was focused around food and the plant itself. So we'll we'll be doing several things in this podcast. But Kathy, welcome. Thank you. You brought all sorts of stuff with you, too. I'm she, kind of excited. Up the place. Yeah, she already got us all uh-huh. buffed out with pumpkins, too. So <laughs> I'm pretty excited about it. So I accidentally grew pumpkins this year. <laughs> they were volunteers on my back. Um, and I put one pumpkin plant in and I somehow have pumpkins. My squir- The squirrels in my neighborhoods are they're assholes. And they, they chewed a hole in the front one already. And then I bought a couple pumpkins from you as well. So what, what does it take to grow the right pumpkin or the perfect pumpkin? Takes a lot of work. Takes timing. <laughs> you have to pay attention. You, you plant well. You fertilize. You battle, you battle, you battle squash bugs, you battle voles, you battle weather, but it takes that and a lot of luck. Well, so <laughs> how much do you grow? So in? I ignore my pumpkins and I haven't had any problems, <laughs> but I yeah, have but regular they, water. Do they look like this though? They're, I'm going to guess. They're no. about half that yeah, size. Yeah. I mean, I still did okay. They're pumpkins. They're alive. Them. There was, I don't know which one I grew that was like this big and they were like a pie pumpkin almost. I don't know which variety that is. Hmm. And so, then the volunteer in the back could be this big. Could have been keep... a pie pumpkin. Yeah, it right. could have been. It could have been. I do, do I grow a pie pumpkin? Sure. You betcha. <laughs> okay, good. See, yeah. I'm terrible. There's, I don't know. There's what Cinnamon can... Girl. There's, there's okay. all kinds of different. Because we do Howden, Jack-O-Lantern, Orange Smoothie, and then the Little Guys. Okay. Is all the, and then the Big Macs are the only thing we have on our schedule, but that means nothing. That No, it doesn't. No, it means nothing because there are so many pumpkin varieties. Oh, my golly. How many different pumpkins do you grow? This year it was 20. Okay. 20 varieties. 20. Just and how much? Two acres? Like the pumpkins need a lot of room, About right? two acres. And I, I harvested while Kent was, my husband was gone hunting, and I harvested 1,630 pumpkins. Just Holy a few. And so, how so, many so days did that take? Right? Are you still tired? I bet. Holy goodness. A lady yesterday kept telling me how tired I <laughs> But once that's done, they're done. Okay, you know? so when you, when you say harvest, so you got them out of the field and they're in a barn someplace waiting for you to do something they're, with them? They're kinda? in the shade. I have an alleyway with trees on both sides, so they're in the shade. Because that, that keeps them to store a little bit longer. It does, and it keeps them cool, and it protects them, and, and it's a good place to be. Okay, okay. And, and a lot of people come up, and then they go through those alleyways picking out their pumpkins and whatever they want. And the blue pumpkin... I think it's this one down here. Oh, right next to it, right below her. And I, the pink one. Okay, Jardell and and uh, pink porcelain. The bottoms of those are sometimes hollow, and I never do it without gloves with silicone on them because last year there was an infestation of black widows that would not quit oh, inside no. the pumps so you, you, you go, you go up under the blossom. Yes, oh, and no. Uh, oh, no. people listening to me. Would be going like this because <laughs> what, what came out of my mouth wasn't pretty. <laughs> well, if it was PJ and I, it would be very R-rated. But, <laughs> well, be a lot of screaming. But once once I got those out, then 
you know, they were pretty much safe. But when people came to buy them, I would pick them up and check underneath. I always oh, yeah. did just as a precaution. But I haven't had that problem this year. Okay. Of course, I rotate it every three years. It's in a different, you know. Well, yeah, right, right. You're in a different place. Yep, crop rotation. So interesting. You're you're explaining why I've never had very good pumpkins because I'm kind of like you. I, oh, plant it, forget it. No, I I never worked it, on the squash bugs. Active, I never fertilized well. Effort. Yeah, effort. these take a more effort active than than. Effort. But I've learned some things. Um, 14 years ago, I went back to Philadelphia and I went to Pierre Dupont's Longwood Gardens, and in that place. The decor, the pumpkins all over that were so artfully placed were spectacular. And I went to their book store. In that house was a wall about like the office in there, just full of books on gardening and everything. And, and Longwood Gardens is a beautiful place to go. And it was life-changing for me. It was It was literally life-changing for me. I had grown the ones that you've talked about and the Rouge de Etampe, the Cinderella pumpkin yep. and all these pumpkins. And I, I started growing more, but I'm going to show you something here. Um, I picked up this book called the complete squash out of that bookstore. It must be a different, does okay. it come from a different country with the way they spell no, complete? No, I kind of um, like it. It's yeah. goofy. And I read this, cover to cover and in the back i discovered something see i hadn't started the farmer's market yet i was getting ready it. to um and in the back of this i mean things were in the work and in the back of this were pages and pages of seed vendors that i could buy seeds from so even better everybody that was free i ordered the catalogs <laughs> and and it was just amazing and so i i started to educate myself Okay, so then I grew all these pumpkins. That white one right there, see the stem on that? Okay, so that was the preliminary stems on all the pumpkins that I grew, and they didn't hold well. They would snap, they would break. And then I learned about wolf. See this big one? Yeah. See the stem Monster. on that? So I learned. These are awesome. Pumpkins. They are, and they hold, and they last, and people can the pick most, them up, the, and then the they hardiest stems. Yeah, this is the one that you see people are like, oh, I'm carving a pumpkin. Right. It's the wolf pumpkin. And another thing I learned in order to get these, and I order them from Harris Seed. Okay. I have to do it in November, uh -huh. October and November, because two years ago, I couldn't get anything. They were sold out, sold out or crop failure or this, that or the other thing. So in the next couple of weeks, I will be ordering my pumpkin seed for next year Absolutely. just to ensure that I get it. Right. But you want... guys probably already oh. know that with your oh, greenhouses. Yeah. We, but... We're already ordering all of our seed for next year, That's... and we have been for two months. But the so. casual garden doesn't realize that. If you, if you are very specific about what you want, don't wait. There's a limited supply of all this stuff. And you go, Absolutely. in cases, our vendors will come and say, we need two years from now orders because knowing there's going to be so i'm just if you're into some specific you see one of these pumpkins of kathy's and you think that's amazing order just like she's doing order it early. or you know you get the seed catalogs in january is the typical just mm -hmm. come on in you, you're welcome to come in grandma so i i offered my grandma to to eat so oh, we're, we're gonna jump around on you kathy you so we did just try the that's why this plate is kind of empty and that's zach will look at it but this is a maple pumpkin oatmeal breakfast bar 
with, and we all tried it. What'd you think? It's really good. I know she's still it took me a while to chew it up, so I had to put it right here. On <laughs> so my this block. is so as PJ has alluded in the past, I am a food retard. I'm allergic to half the planet. <laughs> I can eat air basically, so I am no gluten, no dairy, no egg whites, no almonds, no hazelnuts, no celery, and that's about where it stops. I'm so sorry. I don't I don't do all with sugar either, so those are all the things. And so um this one was all friendly for me. There was one egg in it, but that one egg across an entire recipe I'm usually Doesn't okay. So we did try this and then Dave's going to bring in Dave is off our offset help. Um he's going to bring in something from Thug Kitchen which is now called Bad Manners. I have an earlier edition. Um so we're going to actually post all these recipes too. We are doing the black bean and Mexican lasagna next. So it's kind of like an enchilada, but it's layered. That's why they're calling it lasagna. And I've already cheated. How, yeah. how did it taste? How did, okay. And so also with this, all of the things I made are Jennifer friendly. So they're all gluten-free, dairy-free. And and the last thing we showed tastes pretty good for something that has nothing. Yeah, he was afraid. This is but for you this, too. So This is for me? Yes. Oh, now I'm going to have to make something. Cookbook. Like you and if I you can't eat it, you it. can always give it away. Uh, exactly. Well, nobody's upset if I bring stuff. Oh, will you oh make, my. Will you oh make sure you make grandma a plate or whatever she wants? Absolutely. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. See? Oh, it smells. I wish you had smell of vision right <laughs> here, now because it go. smells exactly. awesome. This is beautiful. <laughs> awesome. It's pretty tasty. I actually had too much when I made it yesterday. So I made enchilada, like true enchiladas, and that's what we had for dinner last night. And I put an avocado crema over the top, and it was perfect because the avocados were not ripe yesterday. Perfect. Bottom at the white people's market. Yep. Perfect today. Yep. Mm. Combination of cilantro, avocados. The sweet pumpkins. really is coming through in the pumpkin. So there's no cheese in this. So the pumpkin's where you get the cream, the mm -hmm. creaminess. So it, it almost tastes mm -hmm. like there's cheese, but there's not. This is excellent. Mm. Mm -hmm. Very sweet. I mean, the pumpkin sweetness is coming through, not in a bad way. Really There's good. a tiny bit of maple syrup in it. Mm -hmm. So since I have such a hard time with sugar, ma maple syrup and honey mm -hmm. are my staples. And occasionally I'll do agave nectar. Right. But that's how I can sweeten up foods without it creating an issue for my stomach. Have you tried our pumpkin honey? Yes, it's one market. of my favorite. Honeys, Isn't that actually. amazing? I love your pumpkin honey. No. It's got this great flavor that is incredible. Oh. Now is that honey that's mixed with actual pumpkin, or is this is honey that's made from bees that are bees that, that are working the pumpkin. Pu the pumpkin flower? Yeah. That's exactly right. That okay. It's the bees pollinating oh. the pumpkin plants. Yeah, wow, that's what that is. Mm. is yummy. I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, me well, too. I'm gonna take a couple bites here, and then we'll keep talking. Mm -hmm. So the one thing I changed about this recipe, so Thug Kitchen or Bad Banners, depending on when you purchase it, is a vegan cookbook. Which I tend to look for vegan recipes because they don't have any dairy or um, butter or anything like that. And then I'll just add my protein. Right. And so that seems to work really well. And that's what, uh, what you do did you think, today. Zach? Yeah, what do you think? We got to get grandma's opinion, too. That is yeah. very good. My, <laughs> it smells amazing. My that grandmother, i.e. the matriarch of Moss Greenhouses, mm -hmm. and this beautiful woman ha hanging out over here in the corner. Um, she, <laughs> she has... Uh, she... I was raised with her cooking and it was gourmet and just top of the line. I'm a completely different cook. I'm like free range in the kitchen. I'm a little feral. I try to watch, I try to follow a recipe. She's a lot better at doing that than I am. But I did follow the recipe on this one and I'm a big fan. I think I added one more bell pepper and I There's did some heat in this though. There's some heat in it's this. Just, there? It's just the jalapeno. So you can eat jalapenos. Yep. I do fine with that. 
Yep. Do I, other I peppers despise... bother you? Other peppers no. hurt you? No, peppers Pepper, are okay, peppers right? Are, peppers are good. I don't have any problem with peppers. Wow. Mm. This is wonderful. We also will have a pumpkin chili. Ooh. And then we have a peanut butter pumpkin bar with chocolate chips at the end. Ooh. And yes, they are plant-based chocolate chips, don't you worry? There's no dairy in my chocolate chips either, PJ. So that is that is how thorough this she is. She gets screwed all the time because she's allergic to so many things. We'll do this stuff and then she can't eat anything. So I'm glad well, that this and, time. And food's my love language at work. Right. And so I buy food for everybody all the time. And you can and never eat it herself. I can't ever touch any of it. <laughs> so it's better if I eat it. And then people are like leery because they're like, if you didn't put gluten or dairy into that, I don't know that I'm interested because that's where the flavor comes from. Tell me that that's tastes bad. There's the flavor no, and both so far has been I know. pretty pretty darn good. I don't. I still don't make things that taste bad. Right. So I really go out of my way to make sure that they have good flavor. Well, they balance each other out too. Well, if you're this. using quality ingredients, mm -hmm. that's half the battle. Cooking fresh. Key. Yeah. Well, and I'm cooking everything from scratch. I mean, mm -hmm. you're making everything from scratch, and that's okay. It works. Mm -hmm. Or you have just a good source. If you can find a good brand that doesn't like. This was all organic pumpkin and everything in the can. Because if you just get the pumpkin puree, you look at that. That's not actually pumpkin. But most of the time, it is not. Pumpkin most of at the all. time, it's mm -hmm. just a red winter squash of some kind. So it's either a butternut or you know. So your canned pumpkin is not actually 100% pumpkin. We buy a lot of Kathy's pumpkins in the fall <laughs> and feed it to our dogs all winter. Yeah, pumpkin is so good to include in your dog food, and we'll take them home and we leave them on the porch because we like to look at them. Right, mm -hmm. get through the holidays, and then I move them to the garage. And about the time that we got to do something with them, <laughs> we start books. We I cut them, clean them, put them in the oven, and just roast them off. And then you just scoop out the pumpkin guts, yeah, right into a freezer bag. And every meal, our dogs get a scoop oh, of pumpkin. My God, it's so good for them. That that is a so, so pump, good pumpkin's a superfood. Yes, it is. It has got so much nutrients in it for it. And uh, oh, we were going to talk about this. All right, pumpkin pie, Kathy. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a debate going on here at this little circle about what the perfect whipped cream to pumpkin pie ratio is. And my ratio is an entire plate of whipped cream with one small tiny bite of pumpkin pie. <laughs> that is my ratio. And I'm, I'm talking the teeniest bite you can fit that you have just enough pumpkin flavor and then there's lots of whipped cream. Now, mind you, again, dairy retard, can't eat it. Um, there is a really good coconut whipped cream. Mm. Yes. Oh. Yes, there is. Oh, it's so Chris good. Chris has been using it. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. It's delicious. So there's a really good coconut whipped cream. It's in the freezer section just by your Cool mm -hmm. Whip. So it's easy to find. And it's like one of the soy brands. Mm. And um, I don't know, Dave, How? what is your pumpkin pie to whipped cream ratio? More whipped cream. More whipped cream than pumpkin pie. <laughs> but to one piece of pumpkin pie, are you covering the whole plate or are you just making sure that there's a significant amount of whipped cream? A big dollop on the pie. On the pie. You enjoy pumpkin pie, right? Okay. Right. As okay. opposed to enjoying whipped cream. That, I, <laughs> you know, pumpkin. I, I am not your typical white girl and need pumpkin spice on everything. That is not my gig. Pumpkin. Yeah. No. The pie is out too. Not well, a huge pumpkin pie. No, guy. Okay. So I was spoiled. I had a great grandmother who made amazing pies. Right. There's not. Didn't really, have to settle for the squash no, pie. No, I didn't have to settle for the squash pie. Now. The, you're almost and, obligatory. You have to have a piece on Thanksgiving, or you're out of the family forever. How you do never you do? Show up again. How do right? you do with um, squash? I do great with squash. It is just pumpkin pie. 
How do you do with sweet potatoes? I love sweet potatoes. I use them often. These blue ones are the Idaho version of sweet sweet potatoes. Oh, okay. Because you darn sure can't grow sweet potatoes around So I was going to launch into what your son David did for the Gordon Ramsay's pumpkin soup. He took took the pink one, cut the top off. Yeah, he just sliced it straight through the the center. So the pumpkin is the bowl. Uh Yep. And then then he cleaned it out, cleaned out the seeds. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he rubbed it with olive oil. Now, I have a rosemary olive oil, and I rubbed it with that, and then I put in fresh uh, he, rosemary and he did fresh, fresh thyme, which and I then, got from Boston. And garlic. He and does garlic. Out, and then tamped it mm-hmm. with the oil and then baked that. And then he took and scraped all that, and you can add chicken broth to that, whether oh, yeah. you can eat that or not. And yes, I can. Because Ian is, we're going for a soup here. This is what we're. This we're, is a soup. A soup okay. And, and, I, and it was a bisque. It was a, it was a, a pumpkin a cream bisque. Heavy, okay. And then he shredded fresh, fresh parmesan on that, and uh, they and just put heavy cream into it, and it was just delicious. Yeah, yeah. and I I did it, and uh, we ate that for two days. <laughs> With an herb bread that we bought at the market. Oh, yeah. And uh, oh my god. It looks so good. It just, and had I had more time, I would have dove, dove into this, but mm-hmm. I just, there was an allocation of only so much in a right. day and I had to make some decisions. <laughs> so we went but with it, easier it's stuff. Just, it's just amazing. But I don't like people sometimes ruin squash through the holidays. They'll do the marshmallows and the brown sugar and everything like that. That is a good way and to And I will take them because these all are <laughs> in the same family. I will take. A, a variety of them and cut them up, cube them, bake them, and then put a savory cheese and oh, herbs on it so that it isn't a sweet. So it's a savory. Yeah. It's a savory dish and it's so healthy, so good. Oh. And it's so amazing. much better for amazing. you. And so somebody like me could take the recipe that David had made. So it was the Gordon Ramsay pumpkin soup. He told me where to find it and everything. And I would just use coconut milk. Right, and then for the cheese, I might try nutritional yeast, or I just might salt it differently, so that it still has that cheesy flavor. Like nutritional yeast brings that cheesy flavor to the to the table. There's also another recipe I recommend for people who are like me. You can't do dairy, um, and this is a misnomer because I can't do gluten either. But you can do macaroni and cheese with a pumpkin sauce, and it tastes like cheese. Mm. It's oh, amazing. Did you get that creamy? Now, if you're comparing it to craft, it yeah. is not the same thing. So let's be clear about and right that. Right now, Trader Joe's is everything pumpkin. Oh there. yes, and that's one of our our prizes at the festival this year. Is a pumpkin package from Trader it, it's Joe's. It's a big oh. bag full of all okay. things. So pumpkin we should Trader Joe's. we should uh, drop some other information in the podcast because we drop secrets on here all the time. So people are listeners. So we actually are we happy to announce. The Jerome Farmer's Market is going to relocate for the 2024 season to Moss Greenhouses. Yay! And we're really excited about it. So we're actually going to bring out a full fall program of plants and the whole thing. I mean, we're not going to stay open in retail, but we're going to have somebody out here on Saturdays to sell things. And their asters are spectacular in the fall, and their mums are too. (laughs) Mine are blooming right now, and they're magnificent. I think she got some that year we had. So yeah, we're bringing all that back. We're pretty excited about it, and... I'm excited because now we have a platform, and so we need to work this out with you. We could have a chili cook-off. We can have salsa competitions. I want to have an apple. 
Okay, and I thing and I want to resurrect well. Herb Festival as well. Yes. So we're we got we got some things in the works. When does this post? <laughs> this that we 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 don't post this one for two and a half more weeks. Oh, good. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> Thank you. Let's yeah, get, no, we'll, we'll we're, get we're, you we're, through. I haven't told you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, this this goes past the Harvest Festival. You're safe. And they've really got to go out there and listen to find and this it. Saturday <laughs> from nine to two. Of course, this will well, be too late. This will be after yeah. the Harvest Festival. Yeah, but he can still put up a little something that just says. Your last markets this weekend, and yeah. we, we had like a banner well, or something. Well, we have them, yeah. and and we're loading all the pumpkins. We're taking all the pumpkins. D- Dave, Dave's so got something for choice. us. So if we're gonna have Herb Festival, are you gonna invite me back? Then that's gonna be the question. Oh, maybe I just need to have it before you leave. Well, maybe that's it. Well, but I I'd, I'd have you back for it. There's absolutely no problem. I actually was at a customer on Thursday last week, and they requested the Dave show as a truckload sale. So he wants literally smoke machines and a band and the truck to back up and the the top to come off and Dave comes out in a Superman Ooh. shirt that says Moss Greenhouses. <laughs> so that will be at the Burley Stokes on May 4th of oh, 2024. <laughs> yeah, it's already done. It's already done. So <laughs> no, so how this all happened, uh we we messed up and didn't have UPCs in something particular of at Stokes Greenhouse and Steve caught it because he's a whiz at that. So Dave got in his car and hightailed it over there and was tagging things and they were slammed. It was a really warm spring, you know, afternoon or whatever. And so Steve's in the greenhouse and at one point somebody goes to ask Dave a question and all of a sudden he's like, yeah, Steve's like, that's the grower at Mox Greenhouse's. He was the most popular guy at the fair. <laughs> like there is 14 ladies just being oohing and on over Dave. Really, and it was, really. it was a whole thing. Yeah. A one hour job, you know, it took like five hours. Yeah, you know, He didn't come back for several hours. He had this big grin on his face when he got back. Well, when I told Steve, this was Dave's last season working for us. He's like, well, we have to do the Dave show. I was like, all right. So we called Dave while we we're there and we're like, Hey, PS, you're on speakerphone. I'm the person you have to tell that to. So, <laughs> He agreed to be the Dave show. So we're going for uh, Cinco de Mayo weekend over at Stokes. So it's going to be a pretty exciting adventure over there at Stokes. So we got one more thing, two more things we we got to try. We're running out of time. All right. Dave, if you would get our chili ready, that would be outstanding. All right. So what is your favorite pumpkin to to grow, Kathy, as I swallow air? My favorite pumpkin to grow. I have a list of all of them. And there, I like a lot of them for a variety of reasons. Thank you. Thank you. Oh gosh, that's lovely. These these Ooh, sunshine pumpkins, I love them because and of yellow. What they do in a an arrangement, yeah, in a blend, yeah, in a it mix. just pops everything. But I love the shape of the one right there. That's why I brought the that. Mm hmm. And then that one down there is fun. Um, well, this orange one down oh, there, and it's a taller one. That's easier to carve and get your face out of and everything like that. But I don't carve them because they don't last if you do. Sure. And unless you put, like, Vaseline on them or something like that. But who wants to do that? So isn't that pretty? Shame you don't have smell of it because it smells amazing. <laughs> yeah. We, so this, so this one's got onions and bell peppers, a jalapeno, a sweet potato, pumpkins, black beans, and then I threw some pulled pork in it, like I said. Oh, and there's tomatoes, of course, homegrown. So, yeah, we've got a lot of things going on. Well, that's really good. Yeah. Mm. Now, she said it wasn't hot, but it does have a little bit of a kick to it. It actually makes it taste pretty good. I should probably qualify myself when I say it's hot. 
just you should that. not trust me. Yeah, <laughs> that's how we do it in my house too. Do not I trust not me. The, the do not trust me. I no, have no, no chili. <laughs> so I, I have a not dragon. I have a dragon mouth. <laughs> I have a temperature. I can handle a lot of heat. So when something's like medium, I'm like, eh, it has a little bit of heat to it. My kids are just like, <laughs> like sweating. <laughs> I feel a little bit bad for a second. Nobody in this office will trust me at all because they're They've all mild before. Oh yeah, they just are like, I can't trust Jennifer. So they'll actually go to my mom, make her try it, and then she sells it one way or another. So I, ha- I have a very high tolerance for heat. So I should not be trusted. I do have to tell you one thing I do and that I have learned. What's that? At the end of my driveway, whoever's growing corn, field corn out there, I go talk to them and they let me make corn shocks at the end of my driveway. Mm. And I used to put big pumpkin arrangements at the bottom and then people start stealing them. Oh, no. <laughs> and, you know, it's right there by the road. Yeah, and go right. by. So what I do now is if there's a pumpkin with, That's pretty. with a deformity or if it's rotten on one side, That's, I put those out there. Yeah, take it away. And every once in a while they disappear, but it's pretty much stopped it. <laughs> <laughs> so the and, pumpkin rejects go to the road. And there, there's, <laughs> there's some that were so big I would have to take them down in the tractor. Somebody tried to load it in their car. And and the pumpkin was on the other side of the road because they couldn't lift the thing and take oh, that's it. That's funny. But um, that, so it always when I'm really sifting through there, that's that, that's how two, it goes out. <laughs> two falls ago, mom and I did um two weeks over in like Maine and New Hampshire and Vermont area. Oh. It was absolutely wonderful. But they had a town. I'm just trying to remember if it was New Hampshire or Maine, and we drove through. And I mean, there's all of a sudden the funny thing about the east. There are going to be millions of people there, and you never know because there's so many trees. Mm-hmm. Right. So all of a sudden, you'll be like, in the middle of nowhere, you think, there's a dot on your map, and you're like, "There's eventually, I'm going to run into a human, and suddenly you're in traffic, and you're like, what happened? <laughs> it's very strange. So we come into traffic in this town. I'm almost sure we were in Maine because we were trying to find a famous lobster roll place. I think, and there was a lot of water, and so it was that disjointed islands area, right? And we're coming in in the middle of a fall festival and they have these massive pumpkins and they're carving them all over town. And so there was these big art installations and they're skinning the pumpkins, excuse me, carving and painting them. Like it was this whole thing. It was absolutely over the top and most extravagant pumpkin festival I've seen. But it was it was really cool. There's some really and talented artists there were some that can do that. Big really ass good. pumpkins too. These were not small. I mean, like V dub bus size. Just mm-hmm. whoop, I'm gonna. They probably needed a forklift to put every one of them in place. And literally, once it was placed, it's not getting moved. Fifteen hundred pound pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's what they had all through town. That's what they were carving was these massive pumpkins. And uh, I mean, it probably took them a couple of days to do some of this. Wow. It reminds me a lot of um, McCall's Winter Festival where they carved oh. the ice sculptures. Mm-hmm. It was exactly like that. They were placed through town. I'm sure that when you showed up, you got a map and you could figure out which artist was at which wow. location. And each one of them had a different theme. I got to get out more. Yeah, you do. You got to quit <laughs> doing mean, this Harvest Festival. It's screwing your whole thing up. But please <laughs> bring the best Harvest Festival to Moss Greenhouses next year. <laughs> Don't let us run I you off. get out of here. <laughs> You just need a trip right after the Harvest Festival that you can just take off and go do it. We're going to Alaska, and they've already had snow. <laughs> yeah, but your daughter's up there. You're going to see how you're For those that don't know, 
The Jerome Farmer's Market closes out the season every year with a giant festival. It's extra vendors. It's extra stuff. It's extra people. It's a hardcore geared towards the kids, right? There's costume contests and rides and games. She puts, I don't know, 10 times the normal amount of people at the festival than for a market. So it's super family friendly. You have had a Harry Potter theme for a little while. About seven years. What's the next idea? Actually, my daughter came up with an idea, and it is uh, it has to do with the, the Marauders map. I can't think of what the name of that. I have it oh, on my table yeah. at home, but um, it has to do with mystery and magic. Okay. But something to do with the Marauders map. I don't know. Interesting. But, uh, they're doing managed. that up there. Switch it up a little bit. Yeah. They're doing that up actually in Alaska right now. And okay. She just keeps trying to get me to go to the markets up there. I mean, while we're winding down they're still harvesting spring crops right makes you feel bad for right. <laughs> i mean pumpkins well, it's a lot are different up there. expensive up there i shipped her a bunch of little pumpkins you know for the kids' birthdays and oh my goodness they're so excited and the grandkids <laughs> some of them are coming and they're so excited i'll tell you so when excited. you told me we were doing this episode all i could think of is where's the closest pumpkin chunking contest because it is on my to-do list to go to a pumpkin chunking. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. So they'll so, build yeah, trebuchets or so they'll instead use... Instead of a potato gun, it's oh, a yeah. How far can yes. you get a potato to fly? Well, yeah. and we've thought about that, but the closest thing... Vegetables weaponized. Fields are Highway 93. So no, oh, and you need some that. room because I, I think the, the winning trebuchet was like three miles or oh, something. Oh, really? They're, it's unbelievable how far <laughs> these things Unbelievable, right? Well, they we... call it making pie when the pumpkin explodes, yeah. right? So they'll go to throw it and it just goes poof. They're making pie. <laughs> Scratch pie for one. There is, there is one in Idaho Falls. That's the closest mm-hmm. one I could find. So somewhere in the east so of the we state, might, they we do a contest. One, so. we, we might need to have to figure that out. Yeah, because I think it would be a wonderful fun so we need to go blow to pumpkins up. we figure out for, how to assemble a pumpkin. Or a, a trebuchet. A pumpkin cannon. Oh, I'm still working on it. We're talking. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> when, when you get a chance, if you'll bring the chocolate chip dessert out. Dave, and you're a hell of a waiter. Thank you. I really Dave is a man of many skills. It shall reflect in your tip, sir. I, I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> the tip was food. Yeah, <laughs> we did Boy, not bring pretty... cash to this. Yes, episode. please. I'm hungry. Yeah. I, now yeah, you yeah. could do nice little, you know, cookies and stuff with. I mean, here's the thing about pumpkin cookies: they're always moist. Right. That's the thing I love about pumpkin cookies. But I like a little bit more substance, so I went oatmeal based with both my recipes. So this is a peanut butter pumpkin. Um, bar, help yourself. Those are plant based chocolate bars. Help yourself. How did you guys eat your things all right? Your soup bar. <laughs> no, I'm Speedy. Still, I'm we're still we were starving. <laughs> <laughs> we we meant to eat earlier and we just didn't. And so that's why when we brought the oatmeal bars out, I'm like, I'm eating this before we even start filming. So, but you know, fall is a beautiful time of year and it's a reflective time of year. And even, <laughs> even, the, oh, even the trees are in. involved in the beauty of fall. And we just oh, have had I a know. gorgeous one. And so pumpkins are just part of it. They're just they're just a added bonus, I think. I think so too. And I've gotten to know all the other squashes too. Like I'm a huge fan of butternut. I am too. I'm a big fan of spaghetti squash. Mm-hmm. I'm getting down with acorn a little bit. Have you okay, so, have you messed with so I haven't touched them. We have one um called mashed potato and it's a white acorn. Ah. And for I know those which one that can you started my seeds. Yes. And for those that can't have the carbs. The mashed potato squash 
We sell a bushel of them every week. Sell out every well, week. Well, because you can take that down. You can, harmless, you, you can, can take it down to the same that you would a mashed potato. Yes, yes, you, you bake that. doesn't have that and, starch. And oh. then you add the garlic and everything. And it's just like the spaghetti squash is a substitute. Yep. For, right. Yes, it will. Okay. It's totally so a So the, the same squash, well, the, the, the white squash is, is carb-free. And people that can't have that but love mashed potatoes... They're just buying it in mass. Oh, They're yeah. buying it in mass. So that's that's what I look for, too. I mean, I have our traditional things, but I also look for things for people that have that are dietary challenged. Something, <laughs> something. We have a club. It's me. You know. DC. So, you know, it's always an investigation. It's always a learning curve. It's always oh. something that we try. Yeah. You know, the first thing when I'll come in the spring is I'll go, so what's new this year? What you got? What you got? And, uh. So we'll work together, and I'll order some seeds. They'll start them, and sometimes they carry them now. And Yeah. We'll test out things, and if they're good enough, we'll put them on the schedule. Mm-hmm. But we like to test things. I, we'll have an episode where we bring Ryan on, and we talk about our trial program because we're really revamping. Um, it's kind of a rule in Moss Greenhouses, so we... Oh, you're supposed to put your phone on silent. <laughs> so, um, well, it's we, always an education. You always have to learn. Is. You have to grow and, and evolve. Idaho's so different from every other spot. Dave's joining us. He's like, and it's my entrance. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so we always have to test everything because Idaho doesn't treat things like everywhere else. That's is true. Is that fair? That's true. I mean, because you might have a tomato that worked in Alaska that would never work in Idaho. Right. Or vice versa. We have, well, we have a ton of things that don't work in Alaska. We already know that. From from Magic Valley up to the Boise Valley. Things There's are even different. The orchards are different. The size of yep. the fruit is different. The the harshness of the climate is different. You probably so, see differences because you're sourcing your product. What you don't grow, you source either in Idaho or in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Do you do stuff out of Washington too? No. You probably no. don't have to. You mm-hmm. cover the gamut. Because you get your berries in Oregon usually. No, no. The berries are a mile away from the market. Oh, heck yes. Except blueberries. He, okay. And blueberries don't grow in Idaho it. no matter what Did Dave somebody says. say blueberries? Oh, God. <laughs> I did grow blueberries. I did grow them. But, the, you know. So for those who haven't watched that episode, Dave buys a blueberry every year to kill a blueberry. Take a shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's the water, bud. Yeah. No matter it's how you They're the acid lovers. Water. We're high alkaline here. It's it's a it's a losing battle. Yes. <laughs> Believe me, I've tried it. I've tried the apples <laughs> and I, I had them and I actually dug up the last of mine this year because the robins got the little tiny things before we Your played. microphone's so, right there, sir. No. No. You're the one that convinced me to buy blueberries and plant them to begin with. I still have six in my house. Now that you've given up, I guess I'll have to give up. You know, there's just All right, I'll let PJ that, back in. There's certain fruits that just don't work here. Um, I know I'm still working on it. She's not giving it up. Um, do you know that pumpkin is actually a berry? Uh-uh. Yeah, you can like trace it back. Yes, it's a it's a winter squash as well, but they've kind of cross pollinated, and so if you trace the genetics of a pumpkin, it goes back to berries. Huh. Yeah. Well, and there's a lot that come from Mexico. There's a lot that come from Europe. There's. I was actually thinking, what's the know? one we grew that's pumpkin on a stick? Oh, and oh I love that's an eggplant. Is that what it is? Because I was going to say, is that a berry of something? No, it's it an looks eggplant. just like it. It is literally a stick. 
and there's these little tiny pumpkins, and they're usually like dark, dark uh, orange to like almost mm-hmm. a red. And then you dry them. Right. They're a lot like a gourd that way. And you've got beautiful pumpkin and on we a did, stick. We grew them a couple of seasons. We did grow them. That. We might bring them back. We'll see. Yeah, somebody asked me about no them. No promises. I grew them they're not on year, the schedule. So we'll I, I still want to bring back um, Gonfacarpus. Gonfacarpus. Yeah, it's... Uh, what is it? Um, you know, so it's, it's called Harry Balls. Harry Balls. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what's interesting? My it's wa- terrible, it's the and most, they look just like it. It's the most accurate description it, you've ever seen. But they're so cool. They're light green. They go in a bouquet really well. That's My wife just got it in the flower we shop. We just knew that oh, nobody okay, from... Okay. Yeah, they're beautiful. They're really... They stand out. But they out. look like... Dairy balls. It's the most accurate description it's... you've ever read. <laughs> I defy you to come up with a better yeah, description I, for I that. I can't. I, it's I, a hairy ball. I, I... <laughs> what are we going to name this? Hairy and, balls. And Chili just came out of our producer's nose. <laughs> he didn't think the plant podcast was going to go this way. <laughs> it happens sometimes. And we actually want we want to put it back on the schedule, but when we put it on the availability it's really hard for some of our customers to say that out loud on it, the phone. <laughs> I planted in the garden. It turned into a six. It's like a mini tree. It's yeah, a six it's foot like, tall oof. plant in the garden. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's, it really does. They're it's, really pretty it's an for harvesting for a fresh cut mm-hmm. flower. Really? Yeah. They're grown just for the fresh cut flower. Gomo carpus. Yes. yes. They are. Um, Not as accurate as the description actually, I gave you. Tam, Tam, Tammy has some really funny ways it's been described on the phone to her. It's very <laughs> what entertaining. What is this you sent me? <laughs> No, it's usually when they're on the phone going through the availability, placing their order, and it's somebody nice, across it. nice church going nice church lady. from the eastern side <laughs> of the state. No problem. But they just cannot verbally say that out loud <laughs> on a sa- phone. This sounds like Saturday Night Live. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Where's Eddie Murphy? Is he in that phone there somewhere? <laughs> was there a PG rating uh, on this or was it R? Yeah, it was. Oh, it's so funny. Well, and the best part about working at a greenhouse is there are people of all different skill levels and exposures to to nature. And so and your customers are that way, too. So you have all these different pumpkins. You're going to have a true pumpkin aficionado show up at your market and they're going to ask specific pumpkin questions. Mm -hmm. Are you not? I mean, I watched the watermelon guy the other day at the farmer's market quizzing you. And I was like, he knows his watermelon. I was like, get But pumpkins are like that. There's pumpkins one for pies, the there's one for carving, there's and one yeah. for looking pretty. Like, they have very specific it's like skill pe- sets. It's like peaches. There's freestone <laughs> yes. peaches. There's right. non-freestone. I don't know what they're called if they're non-freestone. Clingstone. Cling- oh, you would know this. This is why I'm right here. in the middle of it right now. <laughs> Cling is so hard. <laughs> I am the jerk that ordered that tree, and I am mad at myself every fall for ordering a stupid clingstone stone. So piece. I should probably start with our next episode is about Free fall stone. cocktails. Free stone. Free stone is the way to go. And we'll start drinking next, so don't yes. you worry. <laughs> we, we, when we do these episodes, folks, we do two to three at a time because okay. that is what our schedule is like. And that's the only time you can pin three of us down and then Zach has to deal with us yahoos. And that's fine. And then occasionally I got to cook a whole bunch of food or something. Thank you, by the way. Yes. Lunch was wonderful. Yeah, no Thank problem. You very much. And we can scarf some more yes. before we start before we drinking. Start drinking. Yes. So our next episode that we're going to come into, and then we'll circle back to Kathy for any of the last bits to take with you for pumpkins. But we're, our next episode is going to be on fall cocktails around apple cider. Yes. So we based everything around apple cider because it's apple cider Ooh. season. Mm-hmm. And so I actually let... This guy be totally it. in charge because I had too much crap on my plate. She for cooked the everything, so I, brought I cooked the booze. everything, so he took care of yep. cocktails. 
So it worked out. I'll um, bring you a box. <laughs> <laughs> so we're Honey we're, crisp. Honey yeah. Crisp. Hey, hey, we'll, we'll do good. some apple cider. God, we could do a whole fall social with that. Yes, we could. Yeah. So there's so many things you can do with produce. And so pumpkins, I recommend go outside of pumpkin pie, unless you are heavily invested in stock and Cool Whip. Personal. Pumpkin bread. Pumpkin bread. Um, pumpkin rolls. Oh my God. Pumpkin rolls. We actually almost retired pumpkin pie from our Thanksgiving lineup and we just do pumpkin rolls now. What's a pumpkin roll? Is that like a little pumpkin well, It's like mini one pumpkin of the rolled pie? with all the cream in the middle. Oh, oh. Yeah, it's delicious. It sounds Dave, wonderful. Dave can hate on it all he wants until I put one in front of him. Blasphemy, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. He is a sweet lover. All I got to do uh-huh. is put it in front of him. And yet he's nodding for those who can't see him. He's sure. like, no, I'll, I'll challenge you just so you feed me pumpkin rolls. <laughs> That's what's going on. I see. Um, and then I dried, I mean, pumpkin pasta, pumpkin lasagna, pumpkin soups. I love pumpkin and stuff. And it doesn't always taste like pumpkin. It tastes more like cream, in my opinion. Says the lady who can't eat anything with actual cream in it. When don't did, don't when, listen to anything she's saying. When we did the ladies' night she's out, a- I had the the pumpkin honey. And this one lady refused to taste it because she says... I don't, I don't like. I don't pumpkin. do pumpkin. Oh, she just. It doesn't taste and like I pumpkin. Said, I'm it's really best, sorry. I'm really sorry for you, you because you're really missing out. These things are just full of minerals and vitamins and such healthy superfood. And children that won't eat vegetables and things, you can mix this up and camouflage it, and it adds the sweetener yep. and and you get a flavor, kid, you can't get and, vegetables, and then into. they get well, some really. I good dare you. To so, question food. for you, Kathy. Um, when I was in South Carolina last week. They package in their in their um, in their mason jars, you mm-hmm. know, honeycomb in mm-hmm. the honey. Mm-hmm. What is the reason for that? Good question, because it's really hard to get honeycomb. For, yeah, presentation, and it keeps I insects think. out, type thing. But um, and it would hold. Mm-hmm. I mean, it never goes bad. I mean, everybody was telling me that you you kind of chew on it. It's mm-hmm. got that yeah, waxy you taste, can. but it's. It sounds like a candy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Did you ever have those wax pop bottle candies? Yeah, uh-huh. Exactly. Um, it's the same kind of thing. You chew yes, it, it and it's almost like gum for a while. And then when it's My done. My guys would go find a wild one and just snap up and just start chomping. I just thought it was interesting. You're buying honey with the honeycomb yes. in the jar. And I thought, yes. wow. But it's hard to get. It's really hard to get. It it's really hard to find because um, when they're taking the honey you're killing, out you're, of those. You're taking homes away from You know, and they put it in those spinners and things. They basically lose a lot of money by cutting out the honeycomb and just bottling that compared to what they can do when they harvest the honey. So yeah. just a presentation thing. Yeah. But, you know, well, presentation. presentation sells. You know how we'll pick out, but uh, we'll pick out items on our schedule because the name sells. Absolutely. You know, there, there's something to be said for, you know, a Cinderella pumpkin. What did Cinderella ride into the ball? Yeah. It's, it's very, you know, Esque of what it 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 sells itself. You don't have to worry about it. Whereas, like a jack o' lantern pumpkin, what do you grow that for? To make jack o' lanterns, you know. Big Max, it's a big pumpkin. It's a maximum size pumpkin. And so, I mean, looking into those names is kind of important. It's kind of a big deal. You know, and one thing I would say about our market, um, our prices. Probably oh. beat everybody. Everybody, in the yes, without question. Um, I, I just was astounded, and, you know. And I'm grateful for Home Depot. I'm grateful for Costco. I'm grateful for grocery stores. I really, really am. But I'm just floored when I go and I 
compare what I sell them for. You're yeah, you're and you're what, not having what the they sell them the for, overhead. but there's no middleman, there's right. no yep. main transportation right. involved in or this. Three brokers get taken right. a little piece of so that. So this this is local. I know exactly what's in this, and I can stand behind it. And if something happens and they go, oh, my pumpkin was rotten here, there, and I go, well, take another one. Yeah, you know it happens. And your stuff lasts forever. I mean, that's what people don't realize. If you're buying pumpkins at your place, they were in the ground two weeks ago. Yeah, it's as fresh as you could possibly. Yeah, and everything and, at the grocery store was in the ground and it's two right, months right ago. Then. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, Big deal. I mean, hungry? just because you can charge, are you hungry? I don't. Okay. You know, it doesn't mean that I should. And and I I have a lot of young families, and I have a lot of older people that come in there, and I want them to be able to afford these things. I want them to be able to have fun in the fall, and so. Well, it always bugs me when people come to farm market and ask for inexpensive. I said, listen, if you're looking for inexpensive, go to Walmart. Walmart has the cheapest stuff you can get. Yeah. If you were looking for quality, something that was grown fresh, something that well, like, the and, person will stand behind, this, this is where case, you shop. She's yeah, even, she is she's less cheap. Cheaper. She is. She's cheaper she than is. Walmart. If you want a cantaloupe that tastes like a cantaloupe, if you want a watermelon right. that tastes like a watermelon, uh, we if, get more comments. If you want an orange watermelon, and I still haven't found one. Better, best melons I've <laughs> ever had haven't. in my life. Oh, I'll have to show you the picture of the 55-pounder that we had. Oh, dear God. Yes, yes. And... Uh, it so, fed 140 people. 150 and we've people. talked about these farmers markets and things like that yeah. on a on a past uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, keeping it local, you want the freshest product that you can get in your marketplace. Go well, to your farmers market and, you and support wanna, them. You want to be healthy. The closest your pro, the closer your produce is produced to your person, more the healthier, get. the more nutrients your yep. body will get. Now, if it's off season, so you're outside a season of a pro, of a vegetable or produce. The frozen section at your grocery store is not a bad spot because they freeze that when it's in the ultimate nutritional spot. Yeah, but the better way is to buy it from Kathy and then freeze it yourself. I agree. No, what I'm saying, if you listen to this in February, Kathy is nowhere near producing a vegetable. (laughs) And neither are we. Well, we are in a greenhouse and you're just not going to have produce yet. Right. (laughs) Oh, pardon me. You're right. So with that, we encourage everybody, A, to buy a pumpkin. From Kathy. From Kathy. You can. <laughs> um, this episode will come out well yeah, after she's done. <laughs> so next go, season. Well, go support your lo- local pumpkin patch because we do work That's with uh, Blue Rock. Tubs. We work with uh, Tubs. Mm-hmm. We we I recommend in great entirety. Please go see the Chrismores. The Chrismores do a great they job a at great their pumpkin job. patch. They really do. Um, I think Diane and her husband planted 30 varieties that we grew for them this year. Uh, they're doing an exceptional job. They do have a pumpkin cannon out there. Oh, they do. There's the close one. And right? then, the if you have pumpkin yeah. questions or if you have technicalities that are bugging you that you need help, ask. they will tell you. Yeah, they, they will ask. teach you. They're, they're they, very helpful. They will walk you through it. And the cool thing is you can go out there and make an afternoon of it. Right. It's Take a full, the kids. There's absolutely. picnic tables. Bring a picnic and just mm-hmm. make an event of it. Otherwise... You know, always mark it. Watch the Jerome Farmers Market for their Harvest Festival. That's also another good one. Uh, Trenda does a good job over at Blue Rock. Trenda and Ty, mm-hmm. um, they've got a little pumpkin patch there mm-hmm. as well. And then you've got Tubs, which has got slides and all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I do believe there's one over on your way up to. Um, oh, Rupert? It, no, Ma- Haunted Mansions. What town's that in? Uh, Albion. Albion. There we go. I was like, it starts with an A. Yeah, when you're going up the hill to go up to Albion, mm-hmm. there's one on the right, right there. Yep. 
Well, as the well. straw mazes. So. Yep. The go. straw mazes there. I mean, I recommend go have that experience. Support Even, local. You know, you just want to go to have a date with your husband or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or you want to take the kids, wear them out so they all sleep in the car so you have five minutes apiece on the way home. <laughs> Whatever you need to do. <laughs> yeah, we all giggle because we've been there. It's like drive around Roman so they too. sleep. <laughs> We're not condoning These are that some of the best places to go, though. But it's hard to get into Capri Sun, though. Really hard to get into a Capri Sun. Yeah. Different, different podcast. Different, that, that's the next completely one. Completely different that's podcast. The next one. <laughs> okay. Well, with that, we want you to uh, buy a pumpkin, do something with pumpkin. I challenge you to try your recipe of tried with pumpkin, because I think you will be surprised. And with that, we invite you to go live life in full color. If you have, because um, playing is pretty boring, I should finish my entire statement. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends, share it on social media. We're on all streaming platforms and we're on YouTube. And we are looking forward to a 2024 season in Moss Greenhouse's retail that is going to kick butt this next year. You're actually going to see TVs in the greenhouse actually looping our Yahoo faces on the screen on a regular, as well as um, we're going to also be promoting our uh, partnership with Garden Answer YouTube channel as well. So when you're in the greenhouse, if you're trying to get ideas there's going to be television screens up there to give you the give the those ideas to you too. We're uh, as you said it going into the next generation. We're 20th joined, century. We're, we're joining the digital world in 2024. Yeah. It's fine. Just Whatever. took us a little while, you know, we're an older company. <laughs> and with that guys, uh, have a great day and uh, happy pumpkin. Bye.